Blog Talk Radio. Lardy Miss Clardy. Lardy Miss Clardy. Lardy Miss Clardy. Transparency are 
are the issues at hand and what we can do to prevent from being lied to, abused, and victimized. And I must warn you, parental discretion is advised. We will be right back.
um, to help victims of um, forced prostitution. Um, human trafficking, by definition, is um, prostitution by forced fraud or coercion. And so we were established in the city to help um, young women who have been caught up in this uh, age atrocity. Well, uh, you, you, you know, I, I have some uh, data, uh, Sister Marlene, from the National Domestic Violence uh, Hotline. Uh-huh. It says here, victims of trafficking are forced into various forms of commercial sexual exploitation, including yes. prostitution, pornography, stripping, live sex shows, mail order brides, military prostitution, and sex tourism. Victims trafficked into prostitution and pornography are usually involved in the most exploded forms of commercial sex operations. Sex trafficking operations can be found in high visible venues such as street prostitution as well as more underground systems such as closed brothels that operate out of residential homes. Sex trafficking also takes place in a variety of public and private locations such as massage parlors, spas, strip clubs, and other fronts of prostitution, victims may start off dancing in strip clubs and then be coerced into situations of prostitution and pornography. But the members of the global community, those who have limited access to social services and protections, are targeted by traffickers and exploitations. Steps have been taken, however, to locate victims, reinstate, and inherit rights, provide them with protection and services, and prosecute offenders. No country is immune from human trafficking. Victims are forced into prostitution or work in quarries and sweatshops, on farms, as domestic servants, as child soldiers, and in many forms of involuntary servitude. Traffickers often target children, young women, routinely trick victims in promises of employment, and is the third most profitable criminal activity following only drug and arms trafficking, an estimate of $9.5 billion a year, with at least $4 billion of those dollars a tribute to the worldwide brothel industry and I uh, and I, I, I is does this sound accurate uh sister Marlene that's absolutely very accurate um, um, prostitution and trafficking is being seen even in our, our food sometimes that we eat brother blondie um, when we buy those really nice chocolates we don't realize somebody sweated in another country to make those chocolates for us uh, when we buy a lot of our clothing we don't understand that those items were sewn by somebody in a sweatshop in another country. Uh, but when we drive our cars even sometimes, those, you know, our automobile parts were made by somebody in a sweatshop. And so we see trafficking, and actually, Brother Blondie, trafficking is nothing more than modern-day slavery. Um, and so we, as a, even a black people, are buying into slavery every single day. Can you still hear me, uh, uh, Sister Marlene? I can, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, uh, right here with me in the studio is the CEO and founder of 
Kumba uh, Empowerment, and I'm proud to be the spokesperson of Kumba Empowerment. Brother G2, how are you uh, doing this evening, and is there any questions that you will want to ask uh, Sister Marlene Carson pertaining to human trafficking? Hi, how are you, Brother, brother G2? Good, good this evening. Uh, I can barely hear you. I'm sorry. I'm doing uh, fairly good this evening. And yourself? I'm doing fabulous. Thanks for asking. All right. Uh, I understand that there has been a uh, fight that uh, Coomba Empowerment is definitely on on the uh, the front line with you, uh, the fight against this human trafficking. And, and to my understanding, there has been some major... Uh, political move to actually have Ohio finally recognize uh, that human trafficking occurs in the state of Ohio and there will be actions taken care of or or implemented all the way from the uh, top seat of the governor. Uh, Could you elaborate a little further about what uh, Governor Strickland has done or is doing to uh, finally put some kind of law in place in Ohio to fight against human trafficking? I can. Um, Governor Strickland recently signed um, Senate Bill 205, which does give us laws and penalties for traffickers. Um, However, as a victim of human, and we're glad, we're grateful for this start. As a victim of human trafficking, though, um, there are a lot of things that are still not in place. We are hoping that as a result of this particular law that we get um, um, services for traffic victims that we can get restitution. You know, I have actually been in cases where uh, a, a trafficker, or I'm, I'm going to speak on terminology, a pimp has been arrested, has homes and cars and diamonds and furs, and all of it sent to the police station and, and is sold at these auctions, and the money's going to God knows where. However, these victims are scrambling. These victims are in need of services, and because there are no services here, in Central Ohio area for trafficking victims, they can't pay for them. And so we are really hoping that we started getting domestic funds. If I was an immigrant and I was trafficked, there's millions of dollars that I have access to. But because I'm a U.S. citizen and um, I have been trafficked domestically, there's no help for me. So hopefully with this bill that Governor Strickland has signed, um, some of that will change. And I will also say this, it's not over by far because we have a lot of amendments that we're getting ready to file, uh, even with this new bill. How can Coomba Empowerment Organization, Families of Victims and Fraud, uh, the Black Anti-Defamation League, and other either upstart or more uh, established organizations, urban organizations, join you and help you in the fight against human trafficking? so that we can be a benefit to you and you can be a benefit to us to gather and garnish the uh, resources and uh, things that we need to be a valuable tool in the fight for the lives of women and children in our urban communities throughout Ohio and eventually throughout the nation. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we can do is get these petitions signed. Uh, of course, the louder our voice is, 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 uh, is going to um, cause attention. We definitely we have petitions that I can get to you all, get those petitions signed, and, and show up um, at when we have our hearings. Show up and come down there to the courthouse. 
when we have our hearings and, and let your voice be heard because they, they will allow you to speak. Okay, and, uh, you, you know, Sister Marlene, my uh, question will be, you know, how big of a role does the judicial system play in this type of epidemic? Do you blame them? Do you, uh, uh, do you feel that the judicial system has done enough? Do you feel they need to do more? Do you feel they haven't uh, uh, done anything uh, at all for uh, this type of uh, human trafficking epidemic? Because, you know, there's an old saying, uh, Sister Marlene, people lie but numbers don't. And right. the fact human trafficking is a $9.5 billion, $9.5 billion a year business, that's telling me that uh, the uh, judicial system is looking the other way or uh, something. What, what do you think about that? Well, I, I definitely would agree with you, um, especially to the fact that um, specifically here in Central Ohio area, um, we are been told that we don't have an issue with trafficking in this area. And so, therefore, we are one of the only cities that don't have a task force, that are not allowed um, officers. So like, when I go on the streets, we go on the streets two and three nights a week. We deal with sisters. We go to the go-go bars. We do a lot of outreach. However, when I do that and I let officers know I'm going to be on the street, can you just watch our back, they don't have um, hours or resources. They're, they're not being paid to do that. So when it comes to them turning their back, um, I understand everybody's running on limited resources, but we're talking about our kids. We're talking about our daughters. And in some cases, and, your sons. And uh, speaking of the... Uh, uh, Police Department, as you know, uh, there are 57 police officers that are retiring this year, and uh, Mayor Mike Coleman has already admitted that he will not replace those uh, 57 police officers. Having said that, how does how does that hurt? How how big of a hurt is that to your organization? Knowing that in your in your type of work in saving these young females, that you do need uh, obviously to uh, work with uh, more police officers and to have more police officers on the street. Well, you can by just with that statistic. I'm sorry, alone with the fifty something that's going to be retiring, and we already don't have the help we need. Come on. We definitely know that. It's going to take the community to take care of this issue. It's going to take organizations like ours coming together and saying, not my girls. Um, uh, Sister Marlene, uh, you, you know, I've heard you twice on uh, Street Soldiers, and you uh, mentioned that you've been a victim yourself. Uh, could you please... Uh, Tell my audience, uh, you you know, your story and the trials and tribulations that you've been through. I can. Um, when I was 16 years old, I was taken um, to New York City. And um, I was taken to New York City, 
and I was uh, told that if I didn't do what these people told me, that I would not make it back to Columbus alive. And so, therefore, I uh, did what they said. Over a three-day period, I was forced into prostitution, and uh, excuse me, I was forced into prostitution. And basically, uh, I came home, thought it was over, said and done, and only to find out that it was only just beginning.
If he doesn't have that in his pocket, ladies, he is not a pimp. You can easily uh, 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 walk away. You, 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 you know, people lie, numbers don't. Numbers says it. The average pimp, I'm just saying average, not, 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 not above average. Bishop Don, he's above average. He's just telling you the average salary. The average salary, people, is $806,440 a year. And you, you, you know, Sister Marlene, I, I have to say uh, you're a strong, courageous uh, uh, woman. You know, we here at the Lardy Miss Clardy Organization of Families and Victims of Fraud, we always encourage people to stand up, speak up, and speak out. I mean, what uh, you, you, uh, you, you know, the thing what, what interests me the, me the most is, is this 9.5 billion. And that's actually dollars. low. Your stat is low. What? Your, your stat is low. Um, I don't know how recent that is, but trafficking is actually a $44 billion industry. $44 billion would it be. Not in would it be. Yeah, and uh, it is um, the third largest in our country um, under drugs. And, uh, also, I want to mention something as far as uh, definition of a pimp. I've never seen at least in my day, pimps on crack. What is that about? You have a man that is making you sell your body to supply their drug habit. That's ridiculous to me. Secondly, you have a man that lets you smoke crack. A pimp will not want to give a drug dealer his money. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yes, yeah, I mean, right. No, no, no. I mean, well, well, we know to, today's younger generation has the Ill, uh, illegal thing backwards. Like I, you, uh, I, I, I see the so-called pimps, the so-called gang members, uh, members. They, 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 they ride in coda. Now that <laughs> uh, that sure as hell didn't happen uh, 20 years ago when I was uh, uh, gr- growing up. But you. Uh, you you know having having uh, said that though uh uh sister marlene uh be, be before you called in and you you know before i got uh, got you on you uh this grown people having sex with with minors whether it's whether it's men having sex with young girls or 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 or, or vice versa women having sex with older boys like this information that I uh, gave before I put you on the show about the man who impregnated a uh, 10-year-old girl in Cincinnati was sentenced to uh, 28 years in the uh, prison. And my question is, how many Michael Schaefer's are there? in Columbus, all the way to Thailand to buy kids. So this is definitely an issue. Um, you say, how many are there? I think about when I was out there, how many men paid for a 16-year-old? Mm. And then sometimes they would have to dress up with a little um, Girl Scout or a cheerleading outfit on, put ponytails in your hair so you can look younger. 
It's a sick fantasy, uh, too. Uh, right here in our studios is the is our uh, one of our most knowledgeable and intelligent uh, brothers uh, in this city, and I'm uh, proud to have you in my studio, brother, brother Delonte X. Is there anything you want to say on this issue of? human trafficking and the fraudulent judicial system and any questions that you have for uh, Sister Marlene Carson. that's uh, rarely talked about because one of the things I'm an expert on is I like to see, I always talk about the other side of certain criminal activities and injustices that no one else is willing to uh, talk about. Now, but you know this one. How big of a problem is it when when it's not just the men now that's that's trafficking uh these young girls you 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 got women that's uh doing this too because you, you you have mothers who tell the young uh daughters well well uh, don't mess with that guy or don't mess with that guy but 
you you know the ones who decides to come out the closet and become a lesbian they never tell them well watch out for this girl or or don't be with that girl how 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 big of a role has it become cuz you talk about a 44 uh billion dollar uh industry how how many uh women are taking advantage of of that of the human trafficking game You mean Tammy Flory ain't the only one? This is 
I mean, in the not not not, not only ludicrous sin. You, you also keep in mind, Barack Obama has uh, uh, two lovely daughters, uh, uh, Sasha and Bolina. I uh, I don't think in his wildest dreams. And uh, 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 trust me, if he if he did that, Michelle would kill him. Oh oh my goodness. This is cutting edge blog talk radio here, uh, people. You really need to uh, log in, listen in. Please give us a call and voice your opinions. 347 884 8684. That's 347 884 8684. And to the president of Kaumba Empowerment. And uh, Brother G2, and once again, I am proud to be the spokesman of your uh, organization. Uh, uh, give us uh, any more opinions on what, what you think about this story that we're talking about this evening. Uh, uh, I always say it, uh, 
put it on right, do it every night, uh, uh, leave him sitting mouth open like, woo! <laughs> I mean, how how does that, uh, uh, you know, what, what role does that, uh, does the music industry play in this uh, human uh, trafficking? Because, you know, when you go to clubs and, all, all, all that you you know, all that's going to play a part. You 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 hear songs like Jim Jones, uh, pop that champagne. They 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 make the they they make the prostitution life, the human trafficking thing. They make it good and glamorous. Tell them you can uh, you can make all that dough, but in but but in real life, you uh, walk down Main Street and uh, Mount Vernon and all that and. And, and, and you know these girls claiming they making all that money, but they always asking me, "Well, you, you got fifty cents? You get a fake?" <laughs> I mean, to answer your question, Miss uh, Sherry Williams from the Public Dispatch sent me an article today that she had written. In that article, it states that the top Billboard hits of the past year include "Pimp Boots" by Nelly, "Like a Pimp" by David Banner, and "Pimp" by Fifty Cent. The energy drink, Pimp Juice, has its own in the rap song of the same name. MTV series, Pimp My Ride, features young people who have their automobiles pimped. I don't know about yeah. that. Well, yesterday I was doing uh, research for a workshop I had to do today. And you, you're familiar with the company Roto Rooter? Yes. The toilet? Yes. Well, they're getting ready to do a contest on January 24th called Pimp My Toilet. Gee. And the Pimp My Toilet has TV, iPod, laptop, refrigerator, keg of beer. It is, I don't even know, you can go to Roadrunner's website and, and check that out. Mm-hmm. I also wanted to say this about, um, you mentioned, mentioned Bishop Balawan earlier, and in the article that Sherry had um, written in the Columbus Dispatch, she talked about um, the Pimp and Players Ball. Um, Columbus, Ohio, in April last year, hosted that ball. Yeah. About 1,000 people came to that ball to see Bishop Balawan. And out of that, there were several women who were totally exploited afterwards. I mean, that was just um, a boost for the pimps to go out and exploit women even more. Well, which leads me to this question. I'm glad you uh, brought that up because also at that uh, event last year was uh, Ice-T. Now, how do you feel about Ice-T, who still goes to the players' balls and still – talks about pimping, yet every night you see him playing a cop uh, fighting against sex crimes on the NBC police drama Law and Order Special Victims Unit. I think it's an oxymoron. Um, that's what I think it is. I think it's ludicrous that um, he knows it. You know, he knows the lifestyle. He knows the, uh, the effects that it has on women. Even in the show, they're starting to do shows on trafficking. Law and order is. Yeah. And so he knows that he sees it firsthand, and I believe he has a daughter. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He has a daughter. He also has a uh, uh, son, and he he uh, married a uh, a uh, a stripper, uh, uh, I mean, Nicole Austin, aka Coco, uh, a white woman calling herself Coco. That's uh. That's another you know, something is wrong with this picture. Something is wrong with this whole picture here. But um, I see uh, Bishop Don Juan, you know, him to call himself a bishop. 
I, I mean, well, yeah, now. But, but but you know getting getting back to uh you you, you know the music industry uh part and and again uh for those of y'all who's uh listening I'm I'm here to remind you parental advisory viewer discretion is advised cuz this is uh cutting edge and and we're talking about a a a a a, a very uh serious matter here what uh I've seen the video of uh Nelly's tip drill. Uh, you you know that started the uh, uncut uh, uh, thing. You 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 know what's your reaction when you hear him say something like it must be your ass because it ain't your face. You a tip drill. I think that women um, should take more pride in themselves. And really, we're accepting it for the bling bling, for the name fame. You know, we're accepting. But how degrading is that? To tell somebody it got to be your tail, you know, because the story ain't your face, that's insulting. And women need to see that as that's an insult, ladies. That is not nothing cute. Uh, another thing that uh, plays a part are, are these re- reality shows. You know, someone like Flavor Flav. Now, you got 20 women, 20 women fighting for a man they know they ain't going to marry, and not only do they de- de- degrade themselves, but they degrade each other. They they, they, they calling each other names. They, they they calling each other bitches and hoes. How you, how, how you feel about that when when, when you see something like that? And, 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 you know, yes, yes, we can, we can complain all day how, how men, uh, how men disrespect our Nubian sisters, but in my eyes, no one disrespects black women more than other black women, and you hearing this from from Brother Blondie, and I want your response to that, Sister Marlene. No one disrespects black women like other black women. The other thing that kind of floored me with the whole Flavor Flav show, I am not a TV watcher. I simply watched that program for educational purposes. Right. When I saw her mother sitting there with her, with New York. Oh, I'm like, oh my God. No wonder the child's messed up. It starts at home. And 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 uh, here here's the sad part about the about the whole thing that uh uh you, you know no one uh, talks about because you know uh as head of the media watch subcommittee of of the Black Anti uh Defamation Council, it is my job to uh watch these shows, study and and, and all that. And you 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 know New York the, the the sad part about her I love New York show that no one talks about uh that that broke up her parents really? her, her 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 mom divorced uh uh dad you 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 saw dad on uh, both seasons of, of of flavor of love he he he, he, he uh, she divorced him after season 1 and uh slept with one of the rejects of of uh of of I love New York uh part two. And and, and and you know with the glamorization of 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 these shows, do you feel that the judges, the police get caught up in that uh too, that sometimes they forget that hey, it is exploiting this, it's promoting that and it's all illegal? Well unfortunately they 
just as some of us perceive it as glamorous, and some of it, I, I was reading one report where a young girl said, yeah, I went to see Bishop Don Juan because I felt like he was somebody that could help me get to my next level. Well, they see the police, they see it the same way we do. Unfortunately, they're in a position where they can change. They can make changes, and they are not using their authority to make those changes. Now, I guarantee you if one of their daughters were trafficked, then you see something different. As a matter of fact, I have been doing a little study on how many girls in the suburbs are being trafficked as opposed to our inner city. And I can guarantee you there's more Caucasian girls that are being trafficked than your inner city girls that you see walking out running the main street. Oh, boy, this is uh this, this is deep uh you uh you you, you know this this uh topic is so hot uh my i i i have a uh uh very important question sister marlene can you please stay here for the uh, uh second hour and uh, uh tell us uh more uh about the uh human trafficking and uh uh you you know and how fraudulent the judicial system works cuz we here at at the Lardy Miss Clardy show on uh, Blog Talk uh, uh, Radio, we feel that the judicial system hasn't done enough for any of our uh, Nubian brothers and sister, uh, sisters, whether they've been a victim of mortgage fraud, unemployment, uh, uh, wrongful uh, uh, termination, and in your case, uh, human trafficking. Can you please stay for, for the next hour? And uh you you know, uh we'll we'll be uh right back. Uh back. Uh, we we here for a music break and the song that I'm gonna play for all you uh uh ladies out there, because you are my, my my Nubian sisters and I uh love you instead of hearing the Beyonce's and the Shanties and uh uh whatnot, we're gonna play some real music because it is a time to love people. We'll be right back.
Uh, those are the sounds of Stevie Wonder, and you are the sweetest someone I know. Just like this woman here, Sister Marlene Carson, she's the sweetest somebody I know. No, and, and, and you know, we're back on the Lardy Miss Cardi show on Blog Talk Radio. I am your host, Brother Blondie, sitting in for uh, Lardy Miss Cardi. Wendy, we all love love you here. We 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 wish you were here. But uh, in the second hour, we supposed to be speaking with the McClures on their uh, situation with uh, their uh, mortgage crisis. But until they uh, call in, which they haven't, we're going to get back to the issue at hand with human trafficking, along with the founder and CEO of Rahab's Hideaway, Sister Marlene uh, Carson. And uh, uh, you, you, you know, is is there any events this uh, this this coming uh, weekend that that you uh, uh, would like to talk about that involves your organization? Hideaway, that we're asking the city to come out and support not only 
use with your, your donations, that's cool. But to bring an awareness to you on the issues of trafficking and what's really going on in our city is what's vital to me at this point, is to um, establish a movement where, you know, Toledo, Ohio has gained so much um, press over their trafficking victims because people there are raising their voices. People there are saying, it's not going to happen in my city. Uh, Ohio has been deemed as um, the largest uh, place in uh, the Midwest for trafficking. Toledo and Columbus are ranked one and two as an easy place to get a, uh, get a victim. And so we have to really come together and establish our own task force. If we don't have one, we'll establish our own community task force and decide how we're going to come together and protect our children. So Saturday, um, February 17th, I'm sorry, January 17th, um, at 1030 to 2.30, we will meet at the Villa Milano. It is a brunch ticket for $25. You can purchase them at any global gallery. Um, there's one in Easton, one in Fort North, and one in Clintonville, or on my website at rehabhideaway.org. And as a uh, reminder, uh, you know, it's interesting that you're having it on uh, January 17th because that happens to be the 66th birthday of a legend that we all love, the man who once floated like a butterfly and sting like a bee. I am the greatest, says Muhammad Ali. <laughs> Lee, but, uh, well, we need Ali's punch to fight this Oh uh, 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 yes, he. I'm, I, I'm sure if he hears this, he he will be very angry because you know he always uh, you, you you know uh, fought for uh, our our brothers and sisters uh, to to be more of a positive uh, influence to our uh, urban communities as well as uh, society as a as a whole, but. Uh, the question I do want to ask you, though, is uh, you, you, you know, getting getting back to the issue at hand that uh, human trafficking. How big of a role do you feel Chris Hansen of the MSNBC show How to Catch a Predator? When you constantly uh, see a man coming in the kitchen, taking off their clothes and all that stuff, and and you, you know, Chris Hansen walks in. Gotcha. Uh, you, you, you know how how big of a role has he been in uh, you, you know, he helping you uh, with this uh, epidemic? Well, I would say MSNBC alone—they um, are assisting and bringing an awareness to the issue of human trafficking. Every month, they do um, show, and then they do a documentary on issues or a story of a particular person or a community that has it in their area. Chris Hansen, uh, that's kind of an interesting how to catch a predator. Um, you know, he's doing his thing. That's what I can say. He's doing his thing. But, um, and I think he's really trying to catch the um, the, 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 the man that's cheating, ain't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 uh, doing all, 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 all those things, but what? The the, the uh, I, I don't mean to say it's funny, but it it is funny when he catches the same people twice, three times, and 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 they all come in and say, "Well, this this is my first time ever ever uh, uh, do, do, doing this." But uh, I've 
you, you, you know, and I've watched Law and Order's uh, uh, Special Victims Unit uh, ever since it made its debut on NBC4 on September 13th, 1999. Uh, I've seen the episodes where, you, you, you know, they have women locked up in dungeons and, 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 and you know, uh, or sending male order brides and that uh, type deal. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is that it not only happens in the United States, but it happens in Ohio and it happens in Vermont. Just last week, we were looking for a young lady for two months. When we finally found this young woman, this is just last week, we finally found her. She was locked up in a house with eight other women, and a man was forcing her to do piano over the Internet. But but you know again having having said that, me personally, I don't think the police has done enough. Do they? Do 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 you? Yes, yeah, yes, a lot of them in, involved. Uh, uh, how how much does race play a part? Well, you you know one of the reasons why probably that is Sister Marlene because uh on the HBO series uh the uh, documentary special uh, Pimps Up Holes Down they they did the they spoke with this uh, actual white pimp and and he and the, but he but he but but he mentions that the white female with blonde hair and blue eyes are the most marketable, most uh, pr- profitable uh, prostitute, and probably get away with a lot of it more because he pointed out they're very cooperative uh, to the police. How uh, you you know my my uh, thing is is if if you're going to uh, trick these girls and pimp them and all that. Wouldn't it be in the pimp's best interest to make sure they're drug-free and uh, not drinking all, uh, uh, you, you know, uh, Cristal or what, whatever drink they have so uh, so, so the customers will be uh, spending more? Because, you know, obviously if they're uh, doing business with a uh, crackhead, they're not spending their whole paycheck. Yes, 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 yes. They, they, they are. I agree with that. Um, back in my days, the, the pimps that I was around drove Rolls Royce. I don't know what this is today. Well, today's pimps ride code. I'm here to tell uh, to tell you that they, right, 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 and 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 I and I guarantee you, these pimps who call themselves pimps, they they don't even come close. To eight hundred six thousand four hundred and forty dollars a a year, as as the uh, criminal justice system says that. See, I, I see these guys that have five thousand dollars in their pocket for us to go to lunch. 
was nothing. Mm. Women, don't don't do yourself like that. Don't even play yourself like that. You are so worth more than that. Really. And not not only not only that, uh, ladies. I mean, uh, not only you you shouldn't be doing this, but but your mom's telling you the truth to save your save yourself for a, a marriage. You, you you up there having these babies by these pimps and they and they not uh, taking care of them. Uh, remember, according to uh, uh, supportkids.com, a child support agency that tracks down deadbeat parents who owes five thousand dollars or more in back child support, more than fifty percent of single moms in the U.S. will never, ever receive a dime of child support. I mean, uh, S- Sister Marlene, you, 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 you coming in uh, full force. Uh, this, this is cutting-edge Internet radio. I, you, you, you know, I'm, I, I'm glad you, 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 you here, and uh, you, you, you know, I'm still stunned by you co- correcting me that it's, not 9.5 billion, but but 44 billion dollars, 44 billion. I mean, and 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 all this is what tax-free money. I take it. One of the things that you're going to see on the MSNBC special on February 14th, um, sex slaves in suburbia. Um, one of my uh, associates in the fight against human trafficking. Um, they're going to do a documentary on her. On that show, you're going to see that really trafficking is so deep. She was actually trafficked by a Chaldean mafia. She did not know that until she came out of it. They investigated her story, and then they revealed that when they busted this ring, they got $5.3 million. They got 111 guns. I think it was 83 people involved. Mm. You'll see that on the documentary. But how much money do you feel the corrupt judicial system is... is is the how much money you feel they're they're they're, they're pocketing? Because uh, personally, it, it, it's got to be some judges, lawyers, bailiffs. What one of them, some if not all of them, is pocketing in on that uh 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 forty four billion dollar a year business. Absolute power corrupts and corruption. Oh, I cannot think of it right now. I do apologize. I'm going to think of it in a minute. But my point for even saying that is this. Anytime you got that much money flowing anywhere, you got corruption. You would definitely have some corruption. And how can you have that much money flowing anywhere and it's still going on in the magazine? Oh, and... and, and, and somebody really is closing their... Oh, I'm, you, 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 you want to talk about uh, 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 co- uh, co- corrupt? Uh, you, you know, one of the guys who was pocketing, uh, uh, one of uh, one of the guys who was who was pocketing in in on the uh, money is uh, uh, the former governor of New York, uh, uh, G- Governor Elliot Spitzer. You, you, you know. And remember, he spent eighty thousand dollars on one girl. One. I mean, uh, 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 you, you, you know, me personally, I ain't think he spent eighty thousand dollars of his personal money. I think he spent eighty thousand dollars of of taxpayers' money. And being that Hillary Clinton's the the, the uh, former senator, I, I I think he knew where them uh, uh, tax dollars went and, and didn't uh, uh, say 
anything, but there are a lot of Elliot Spitzers uh, uh, out uh, out here. Just how many? Just how many men? It, it, it can't be just him that's spending eighty thousand dollars on uh, one one girl. How how many men you know are that desperate to do?
can't coerce them into doing, you know, selling their own stuff, even if they don't have a cent. Somebody, though, has had to show them, tell them, teach them, whether it's media, print, television, whatever. You have shown them a different way, and unfortunately, that way is prostitution. This too. Power corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. And so, with that being said, I don't believe any young girl, matter of fact, any young or old woman, they may see it as a means of survival. There are students um, at Ohio State campus that I talk to that are going to college and they're working for escort service. I'm going to tell you, it's the biggest snare and it's only a trap because they'll get caught up with making that much money and then that college tuition that their parents are paying will go to waste because they end up in jail, sick with disease. Or, or caught up in the game. Period. Oh, and uh, you, you, uh, you, you know that's another thing. I'm glad you brought that up. You, you, you know, it, it's been over an hour. We haven't even mentioned the AIDS epidemic. I, I, I mean, how big of a role does does that play in that uh, uh, type business? Because you know, you, you, uh, you, you seen the, uh, you, you've been in a situation where, where. Uh, where a woman may offer a pr- pr- protection, but a guy may ask or offer more money, and and even the adult film industry do this. They they offer extra dollars. Uh, 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 you 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 know if uh, if you do the business bareback. Yeah, um, it's definitely epidemic, and I will say this: I know for a fact, even in Columbus, Ohio, and I hope John's are listening. There are at least four girls out here on the streets that are prostituting that have AIDS right here in Columbus. Oh, I mean, uh, you 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 know this is uh, this, this is scary, but I'm but but I'm hoping that you uh, uh, scaring them straight, uh, uh, Sister Marlene, because and I hope that they listen to someone like you, uh, uh, someone who's uh, uh, been there. Uh, uh, you you know uh, Judge Glenda Hatchett, when whenever she does a case where a woman where a young girls out there want to trick, she always brings in this woman named Pommy who 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 uh, uh, like you was out uh, out there you, you 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 know only she did it in a cheap way she was selling her body for uh, crack cocaine and all that type of stuff well. You you know now she's she's HIV positive, so how how uh, uh, serious is that? And I also want you to explain the uh, you, you you know what blame do you put in the parents for letting their teenage girls run them, cuss them out, call them all kinds of names? I can have sex with who. Who, who, whoever I won, and 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 the the judicial system, you or nobody else can uh, 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 stop me. You know, it's very unfortunate, but um, I, I say this everywhere I have opportunities to speak at, and that's this: it does take a village to raise a child. Because today, you have babies raising babies, you have grandmothers on track. You have um, women who are out here just doing their thing and even selling their kids for, you know, they pimping their own kids. And so you can, what is a child to do when I am 12 or 13 years old and my mother's turning me on to the game? 
Gee, and then you, you you know want to talk about being turned on to the game with uh, for those in the audience that uh, uh, did, did not know this uh, actor comedian uh, the, the late Richard Pryor his 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 mom uh, uh, was a uh, ran a ran a brothel uh, uh, she uh, she was a madam and, and you know maybe being exploited by uh, uh, you you know the prostitution life and drugs and all that uh led led to his uh uh drug use which uh, uh set him on fire back in uh, uh 1984 the uh, uh free base uh epidemic which means you 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 of all people know how big of effect it can happen on uh on your kids but tell me how fortunate were you that you was able to keep your children from uh, being in that type of lifestyle? Well, I'm going to tell you for real, I'm like, well, Frank, it was only by the grace of God. I didn't have nothing to do with that. It was literally only by the grace of God. Um, when uh, you think about parents and the lifestyle, um, it all depends on what you expose your teeth to. You know, we have a saying that you are what you eat, and if you're – child's mind is eating or consuming your lifestyle, and you are, you know, allowing them to see that lifestyle, nine times out of ten, they're going to become your lifestyle. And that's what's happening today. My children uh, have been blessed beyond measure, but I can guarantee you with no goodness of mine. Oh, my. Oh, my. I, I wouldn't even sit up here and act like, you know, I was a perfect mother. I had four children, and my children uh, were a result of, in my teenage years, I had a child at 16, 17, 19, and 20. Um, you, you, uh, you, you, you know, Sister Marlene, I, you, you, you know, I want to say, uh, it, it is very courageous for, for you to, uh, be on the media circuit and, and you know, to, uh, give, give people your, uh, uh, story, uh, you, uh, you, you know, families and victims of fraud, Kakumba uh, and empowerment, uh, and of course the the Black Anti uh, Defamation Council. Uh, we we just want to embrace uh, you and and our uh, and your organization of uh, Rahab's uh, Hide Away. And if, if there's anything uh we can do to uh, uh, co- uh collaborate and you know not only help uh your your organization uh, uh successful but as well as Kaumba uh families and victims of fraud the the black anti defamation council and uh uh street soldiers and which leads to this very important question uh Mainstream radio said that when Barack Obama becomes president, which he is, there'll be no need for any black-ran organizations. Can you please tell the public why Rahab is going to be around around and continue to do positive things before, during, and after the success of Barack Obama being in office. Rehab Hollywood will continue to be around as long as there's Pence on the street, as long as there is John paying a, a girl for her body. 
and I think it's absolutely crazy for them to even make such a statement um, that, first of all, grassroots organizations such as ours are the foundation of when people's lives really changing. It's not your big global organizations, and, and as much as uh, I love the Lord and everything else, it's sometimes not even your big mega churches. It's just not that. It's the ones that are hands-on touching these people's lives every single day, living what they live, and helping them see something different that's really bringing change. Yeah, uh, yes, and, and, and you know, uh, we, we all here uh, are working with the uh, grassroots uh uh, community and uh, just to give uh, people a a reminder, uh, the Black Anti Defamation Council will 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 have their uh, meeting uh, this this coming Sunday at uh, 3 p.m. at uh, Teach Tech, 899 East Broad Street. Uh, it starts from three and and it will last uh, till uh, five o'clock. And, and, and you know we have our meetings every. First and third Sunday of uh, of the month, and, and, and you know uh, uh, one, uh, one of these days, uh, and you know I'm here to tell you first and foremost, uh, Sister Marlene, you and your organization and your family are uh, welcome to our meetings uh, anytime you want, as as well as, uh, and I'm speaking also as the spokesman of Kumba Empowerment. You uh, you 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 invited to. Uh, uh, to to our meetings and the next uh, Kumba Empowerment uh, uh, meeting will be at the Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, Library on uh, uh, January 27th uh, at at from from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. That's also the day before yours truly, Brother Blondie turns 41. <laughs> well, but uh, uh, but you you, uh, you 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 know one of the things. Uh, uh Wendy Clardy uh of uh the Lardy Miss Clardy blog talk radio and uh and uh save all families and victims of, of fraud you you know her her question uh you, you know as I keep uh, addressing it cuz she really want me to uh ask you about the fraudulent uh uh judicial system because We've all, at some point, has has been a fraud of the judicial system. Do you feel that, as a former victim, and and by by the way, sister, you're you're not a victim. You are a survivor, and 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 I wanted to uh, uh, ask you: Did you feel victimized by ju- the judicial system? As as well as being victimized of human trafficking. Well, let me just say this: I, uh, as a police officer, a friend of mine, looked up the record of the person I was trafficked by, um, and it was in the late '80s. They were acting that, mind you, still a minor, uh, and they were charged with promoting prostitution and child abuse. They did less than six months. But I can tell you, as I'm almost 50 years old, it has taken me over 30 years to recuperate or even go through the process of healing for what has happened to me as a teenager. So to answer your question, well, did I think it was justice? Absolutely not. I mean, when you when you when you look at uh, you you know uh, 
for uh, when when you look at you know the sex industry, uh, you know in in general, uh, you 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 know you always hear the argument. Well, the, the Vanessa Del Rio made billions, or uh, uh, or or you know uh, Snoop Dogg is doing it, uh, Tretch is doing it, uh, Ice T's doing it. You, you 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 know everybody wants to uh, uh, do things be uh, be, be before a uh, a a a big time uh, you you know tra- trafficking thing and 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 I want to tell you how uh, dangerous you you know uh, uh, prostitution uh, 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 really is. I, I mean uh, there are plenty of uh, prostitutes. And they don't talk about this, uh, Sister Marlene, in the media. But a lot of women in this type of, uh, who's been a victim of human uh, uh, trafficking, who's who's out there uh, uh, prostituting for money, they actually get killed. You know, there 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 are there are there are actual deaths, and and, and me personally, I I don't I don't think the judicial system gives a damn. What what do you? Th- think about that. Well, I have to say that our motto was kill or be killed. Um, and so it's either you're going to kill them with kindness or I definitely know women, you talking about the prostitute getting killed, I know women who know how to use certain over-the-counter drugs that can drug you. They can put you to sleep long enough to, for that prostitute to rob you. Now, if you have a bad heart, trust me, it will kill you. And so it's just not the prostitute being killed. Uh, and she's at risk every time she gets in some stranger's car, every time she enters a hotel room, she's definitely at risk. But trust me, the John is just as at risk. Gee, and, 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 and you know, it's uh, it's it's sad that in uh, 2008, uh, excuse me, 2009, you, you, you know, at a, at a time where this uh, – uh, this country needs to heal. We we uh, needs to, uh, to to embrace. As a mother of four, how important is it? You you know to simply tell your kids every day when when you see them or when you talk to them, I love you. Uh, you 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 know show them that warmth. You you, you know and and you know young girls. I I know you. Uh, don't agree with your mom on what what they say and 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 all that stuff but i'm i i'm here to tell you your your mom is going to love you more than any other thug pimp uh pusher dealer living boyfriend friend be cuz cuz you know when you get in trouble you that that's who who you call mom Mom, uh, you 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 know when and in this type of field, it's the kids who do suffer. Uh, get, give me a situation where you've you've seen a woman in that type of field and you've seen with your own two eyes where her kids have suffered. It is very important to let your child know you are there for them. 
um, express to them. It's, a, it's kind of an issue sometimes with our brothers and showing their love to their sons. I don't know if it's a man thing, Michael thing, I don't know what's going on there. But to show that love to your son and to be able to instill that confidence and let that daughter know that you can affirm and affirm her so she won't have to have a man on the street to do it. It, it, yes, and um, daddy should be the first man to buy his daughter a diamond. Right, and and, and you know having uh, mm-hmm. having having said that, uh, uh, there are new sex codes for uh, uh, for the uh, uh, prostitution epidemic. You're you're more than ever now hearing rappers like Ti and Lil Wayne and. All of them use this verse in a rap. It ain't tricking if you got it. So, uh, uh, what? Uh, in 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 fact, I I, I leave it to you, uh, brother De- Delante X, and then and uh, I want uh, G two to give his opinion on that on that uh, statement that you hear in uh, rap music, and, and and then it's back to you, Sister Marlene. One of the other things I want to say on that note is that um, former Congressman Walter Fontroy, who is dear and precious to me, I had the opportunity to be in his office in Washington probably about a month ago. As I walked down the hall to get to his office, I viewed pictures of him and Martin Luther King. Um, Congressman Fontroy was the one who established the march with um, Dr. King. And uh, when I left that office four hours later, I realized we were in another civil rights movement. You had mentioned Harriet Tubman earlier, and I promise you that when I began to do, uh, uh, just to speak out on the issue of human trafficking, I felt like that this was about to be another Underground Railroad, that uh, Rahab's Hideaway will actually establish homes in not only Columbus, but Tennessee um, and Charlotte, North Carolina, because we will take these um, 
women uh, out of um, harm's way and, tra- and, and, you know, shift them somewhere else if necessary. Get them out of the city if necessary. But this is a movement, and it's going to take the grassroots organizations coming together, the NGOs, the non-governmental organizations, because I can guarantee you, uh, it's, I, I love Obama. I love what they're about to do, but I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. Uh, and in terms of, I just wanted to say real quick, 
as a, as a uh, positive, encouraging influence to others, uh, uh, women out there, uh, can you express how you went from a woman being trafficked to a woman who now has, I call it a forces, a refuge for women who are being trafficked? How did you make the transition from the 80s when you were going through this thing to where you are now as an encouraging influence for other women? One of the things I believe, Brother Bisu, is that our um, challenges and obstacles um, are most overcome um, by what we do after them, um, by what we do next. So uh, with me and myself, I actually, because of my foundation, um, I'm actually writing a book, and one of the part of that book is called Who Sold My Friend? Because as a child, um, I had two loving parents in the home, you know, three brothers and a sister, and uh, it wasn't all, you know, it wasn't always bad. But for my parents, my mother especially, I love her so much, she gave us the foundation, and she showed us what being a mother was. And one of the things that I can say that I even do to this day it's a lot of stuff that, that I would see a lot of young girls doing. We cook and clean and take care of home. So even though I was exploited, there was some foundation, some of the grassroots things that were instilled in me that never left. So it was like one day you wake up and you realize this is not you. This is not who mama raised me at all. And so when you basically have that, I call it a come to Jesus moment, and you come to yourself and you realize you are better than that. And that's when you come out. It might take a process because it, it wasn't overnight. It wasn't instant. So my process of years is finally coming to manifestation now where others can see because Rahab's highway has been in my heart for a long time. Maybe not the name or maybe not the actual house, but to help women come out of that lifestyle has been in my heart for a long time. Well, uh, uh, Sister Marlene, on December 16th, uh, me and the uh, Lardy Miss Clardy did a show on uh, Blog Talk Radio about the other side of racial injustice, where I exploited, where how how black men get serious time for crimes they commit against Caucasians, but when they commit crimes against each other, it, especially African American women, the judge. Uh, gives them a slap on the wrist. How how big of a role do you feel the lawmakers and the uh, politicians uh, should be tougher on black-on-black uh, -black crimes? Be, be, because, you you know, in, in the case of, uh, you, you you know, the uh, pimps and all that, and the, even though they're they, they not really pimps and... Uh, peons and uh, all, all that type of uh, stuff. The bottom line is these are black men committing crimes against black women, and they're they're get, uh, getting away with it. You 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 know in the case case here of of this black man impregnating a a a ten year old girl, and the judge only gives him uh, twenty eight years because I guarantee you had has she been white. Not only he 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 
he he he he would have gotten the uh, death penalty, uh, uh, life in prison with no eligibility for uh, 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 parole. How how often? How do you feel? What do you feel the judicial system should do? And I feel they should do more to protect our Nubian sisters. Yes, that that is a problem. And, and, you know, again, I I bought this up in the, uh, the, yeah, in in the, uh, in in, in the first hour, you you, you know, I, uh, you you know, we talked about the, the, the female pimps, because there, there, there are a lot of females that's uh, pimping, there's a lot of uh, females that's, uh, uh, that's playing a huge role in this in this uh, uh, human trafficking, and uh, trust me, they they're getting a slap on the uh, wrist too. And we we can talk all all night about uh, uh, Tammy uh, Flory, but uh, we 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 got about less than uh, uh, ten minutes uh, left on this uh, uh, pro- program. But do you feel? Sister Marlene, uh, would there ever be equal justice on uh, any illegal activity, whether it's drugs, whether it's whether it's uh, uh, human trafficking, whether it's just uh, plain old old fashioned prostitution, moon, moonshine, anything? Do you do do you see any equal justice in the near future? And, and just speaking of the bench, and I'd be the first to tell you, Clarence Thomas, you did sexually assaulted uh, uh, Anita Hill, and uh, I'm going to say it with my head held held up high. And if and if people want to want to email me at brotherblondie at hotmail dot com and uh, to, to dispute it, I'd be more than happy uh, uh, to to embrace it. But having uh, having said all that. Uh, uh, S- Sister Marlene, I, you, you, you know, I've spoken with you for uh, a- almost a month now, and 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 you know, I've just been overwhelmed. I, you, you, you know, when I first heard you on the uh, Street Soldiers with uh, 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 Walter Smith, and uh, who, who I might add is is a hell of a brother, and uh, he's overcome uh, trials and uh, tribulations uh, himself. Uh, uh you you know my uh question to you though is and 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 I know it it was a miracle but in the time that you was in the human trafficking trade in the time that you uh you sold your body 
in in that time when you was doing it, in the middle of you doing it, was you ever thinking about getting out? Did you did you ever say, oh I'm oh I'm uh, tired of it? Was your mentality was, oh man, this is easy money. I'm, I'm do do this forever. I'm the, what 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 was your mindset at that time?
Um, in particular, if we just think about the fact that there is no statute of limitation on murder, well, how many documented murders, lynchings, uh, and things like that have occurred in America that we have documented proof of that have never been uh, prosecuted on a local level, on a state level, or on a federal level? Um, I came across a website called Without Sanctuary where they had compiled all of these documented uh, photographs of lynchings in America, and many of them were postcards, which meant that once somebody put them in a post uh, mailbox and then they were taken by the postmaster general across state lines, that became a federal offense. And these showed the crimes or the end result of the crimes that were committed, in particular murder. And I really think that we need to look at taking issues like that and filing class action lawsuits against the Department of Justice, the state's attorney general, the local DA's office, and tie this legal system up on itself because I don't really believe that we're going to find true justice in a system out of which injustice has continued to uh, greatly affect us. And I just want to know what the sister's take on that is. Okay. Uh, uh, thank you uh, th- Thank you for your uh, uh, call, uh, uh, brother. That's a uh, uh, very uh, knowledgeable. Uh, uh, Sister Marlene, do, do you have a response to that?